get a moment's peace. That was a caroler? Whatever happened to Jingle Bells? Welcome to Oxbridge, Westbrook. I won't be sorry to be indoors once more. <sighs> Dreadful chill in the air. <laughs> I find the snow quite lovely, Worsley. The way the lampposts send their sparkles onto the pure wax. Wait until it melts and you're making your way through muddy... <gasps> Not again. I'll be in the library. As if he'd be anywhere else. Ah, uh, but which library, I wonder? Good question. The Radcliffe? Nah, I wouldn't walk that far in this weather. Help! Help! Come along, Westbrook. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudlin, Episode 12 Jewels of Death Part one. Oh, kind sirs, my child. There's a baby up in the plane tree. How did it get there? Why, it's in the topmost branches. It isn't as though it could fly. A child is trapped in a snow-covered tree about to fall to its death. Time enough for questions later. Please, sir, save him. Yes, yes, no need to wring your hands. This isn't a performance of the Scottish play. Scottish play? Mac... Mac... Macbeth? Shh! For heaven's sake, Westbrook! Um, hello? Maybe in distress up there? Are you two always like this? Indeed they are, madam. Colchester. Please, one of you let me climb on your shoulders that I may reach my child. Uh, Of course, let me bend down for you. I wouldn't. I know you would. Not unless there was an accolade to be had. I only meant it as a friendly warning. (laughs) You friendly? I'll see the gardener about a ladder. In the event this doesn't work, old boy. I believe I should be quite diverted. That's it, young man. Just a little higher. Loosen your feet around my neck. I can hardly breathe. (laughs) That was the general idea. Release me! I did warn you. It was a rather old ruse that you really ought to have been familiar with. (laughs) She'll steal your bones today, foolish young man. You threw her off. The barbarism, she could have been hurt. Here's the ladder. Oh, did... did she faint? Not exactly. I had to knock her out. What? (coughs) Tried to strangle me with her feet. (coughs) I didn't see that one coming. (laughs) 
Thackeray? They are living works of art. Nonsense. Have you read any of his work? Of course not. If you will not take that trouble, you can hardly comment. The babies cry. It sounded so real. How is that possible? They they were there and then... The child was gone and all that was left was... This bracelet. Magnificent. I've never seen its like. The jewels seem almost alive in their brilliance. You nicked it? How could you, Westbrook? She tried to kill me and it, and it was just lying there. Yes, you pointed that out already. It does not justify theft. Does someone want to tell me what is going on? She was on my shoulders, then gone, and there was his baby in a tree and... Do talk sense, Westbrook. Once he fell within the purview of her intentions... Not you. I feel so appreciated. We really ought to return the bracelet. How? I don't know. Put it on the ground where you found it, perhaps. She's bound to return to retrieve it. Well, fine. Make me go back out in the cold on my own, then. Come along, you lot. We'll keep him company. I am not you lot. I still say finders keepers. Oh, leave it in the position we found it. She's bound to return. Consider it your good deed for the day. She tried to kill me. So I told him it was outmoded. Your entire argument against Thackeray was that his books are archaic? Provincially archaic. Have you even read him? That's what Professor Cecil said. He's correct. The usual. Have you read Thackeray, Miss Roberts? I haven't. No need to look so triumphant, Worsley. Miss Roberts, do you even know whom he was referring to? Thatchet? Fankers? Isn't he in Fleet Street? Just bring the drinks. <sighs> Vanitas, Vanitatum. Which of us is happy in this world? Which of us has his desire? And which of us is simply showing off? <laughs> oh, for once out of your expertise, Worsley. I know as much as anyone needs or could wish to know regarding Thackeray. You haven't even read his books. Well, you pass judgment on my mysteries without bothering to read them. That is entirely different. We were discussing literature, not popularised... Uh, what is now considered to be literature is nothing more than popular reading of the past. The pulp of today are the classics of tomorrow. I hate it when she's right. They've cleared out. Now the bracelet is mine for the taking. I'll have that, lad. Lad? My pleasure, sir. Quite a turned-out guard, if I might add. Though are twenty armed escorts entirely necessary? These gems are stunning. My daughter will be so pleased. No other princesses arrayed with finer. 
I'm certain other princesses are not, but she must be as fair as the bracelet in order to- Are you implying my daughter is not beautiful? Uh, no, I- I- KILL HIM! Wait! What's his offense, sir? He insulted the princess! <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. Colchester insults everyone. What Worsley was attempting to point out is that, notwithstanding the overall gravity of the offence committed, he may not have been entirely aware of certain circumstances which could have inhibited his natural inclinations and softened his more common form of address to accommodate the... Colchester, now! Now what? Run, man, run! <laughs> Coward. He's getting away! Stop him! Oh. Ah. Have a care, young man. Sir. Sir, behind me there's... An army of turbaned warriors. Quite impressive, I must say. None escape me. Wait. Perhaps an arrangement could be agreed upon, which leaves Colchester in possession of his head. There is no reason to keep this dog alive. You found him in possession of the bracelet. I did. Only one bracelet? You could not give the princess merely one. She would wish another. To match. And anklets and rings and... <laughs> Let's not go overboard. Ha <laughs> I see. You suggest I send this youth for another bracelet and upon his return with it, I spare his life? Precisely. Very well. But failure will mean I yet bloody my sword. Brilliant plan. Only one little snag. How do you propose we find another bracelet? This one is unequaled. If we ransacked the Tower of London, we'd not find a finer jewel. That first fairy. The one that attempted to murder you? <laughs> yeah, that one. Maybe another will show up with a bracelet. And steal another? I'll not be party to that. I dare say you blokes can handle this. I'll just be... Oh, no you don't. I've no idea where to find another bracelet. Neither do we, but you don't see us blobbing about it. Perhaps it would be best if we took different approaches. I shall research. Westbrook, if you will assist me. Why him? I'm good at getting books down from the top shelves, and you're afraid of heights. I am not. Colchester, wait up. Fear it's no use, sir. If only we had more to go on. Here's something about a swing and a baby in a tree. Used to lure men to their deaths, but nothing about jewelry they were wearing. You informed me these occurrences appear briefly, then vanish only to reappear and vanish once more quite permanently. That's right, sir. If the others were to go for a convenient drive until the danger is past, 
I'm not sure that would work, sir. They managed to follow us straight to a pub one time, and that was a bit farther off. Even if they were to jump a train right now, I'm not sure they'd escape. And as for stalling, we either have the bobble or we don't. <sighs> I fear there is naught which can be done. Other than barricading ourselves in and trying to fight them off. Well, we've done all we can in the library. It's last stand time. We ought to be out trying to find another fairy. We tried. So you're running, are you? If you're so keen on quitting this place, why are you bothering to pack? I'll not be caught without proper trousers. Or a dinner jacket, or... Oh, come off it! Your life is at stake! That's all very well for you to say, Worsley, but I have a reputation to maintain. Are you implying something about my clothes? No. I'm stating no. a fact. Look here, Colchester. We... Oh, fucker. Going somewhere? No, just... Where is the bracelet? I'll just pop over and fetch it for you. My men will accompany you. I could go. Are you assisting this dog? Yes. We are finding your jolly bracelet together. So you are bound to his feet. What? No. No, 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 no. I, I never rendered any assistance in the least. He's on his own. He's, he's... You were unable to recover another bracelet. Were you? Um, well... These things are complicated. We were close. Uh, a few more hours. Your time is done. I sense a call to return to my own place. We must execute you swiftly. Guards! Kneel, dogs! I say, that... This is barbaric. Kneel! Guards, you will remove their miserable heads. Can't we talk about this? Now! <gasps> to be continued. Episode 12, Jewels of Death, Part 1, featuring the voice talent of Mark Kavita as Percy Atherton. This can't be good. Heiter Franzen as John Westbrook. Quick, if we run, we might be able to stop it. David MacGyver as Nigel Worsley. <coughs> Bruce Busby as Lord David Cecil. We could not penetrate so well-armed a guard, Westbrook. Worsley must accept his fate. What? Fiona Throw as Sophie Roberts. Oh, Nigel! David Ault as Winston Colchester. I beg your pardon, but I'm about to be killed as well. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Fairy of the Air. Nobody cares. Would you let me climb on your shoulders instead? Lee Labatt as the Sultan. I'm terribly sorry about all this, but it really must be done. Can't you make an exception? No, my dear. Written, cast, and directed by Alexa Chippen. Produced and engineered by Stevie K. Barnaby. Music by Spare Parts. Visit their website at bfb.com slash spareparts. Please visit their website to purchase the entire album. And remember, BrokenSea.com is your address for more behind-the-scenes of Maudlin and other audio drama offerings. This is not in any way affiliated with Maudlin College and is for entertainment purposes only.